welcome to episode one of the Create Health Podcast with Dr. Ben. A little background on this episode, we actually recorded it back in December of 2022 and never launched the podcast till just now. And in this episode, um, Ramsina Santo, one of my former clients, now employees, interviews me. Let's well, gets into my whole backstory, why I'm here, what I do, what we do, helping people reverse chronic disease. Um, so this came out to a little bit over an hour, and I hope you enjoy it for our first episode. Okay, so we are recording here. Welcome to the first ever attempt at recording an episode of the Create Health Podcast. This has been a long time in the making. I think I can remember in 2014, like sitting down with a spreadsheet and coming up with that I wanted to do a podcast and coming up with podcast ideas and saying, when I get enough time, I'll get around to it. Mm -hmm. And here we are, uh, December 23rd, 2022. And we're we're finally hitting the record button. And I'm really excited today because I have um, one of my rock star former clients, now employees, my director of client success, who um, just is really doing amazing work, um, is here as my co-host on the podcast. And I want to introduce um, Ram, Mrs. Ramsina Santo uh, to, to everybody here. So Ramsina, please say hi. Hello. So excited to be here. Okay. And we were just both talking about how we're nervous to do this and <laughs> we haven't done this. And so we're just getting started. We're just, we're just going to have fun today, right? Yes. That, that is the objective is just to have fun. Mm-hmm. And so um, w- today's podcast, we're going to be telling my story of my health journey. And um, I think on most of these episodes, I'm going to be, you know, hosting and asking most of the questions, but we're going to do it the opposite today. And we're going to have um, Ramsina introduce me um, but and, and ask the questions and interview me. But before I do that, I just want to give a little bit of an introduction to uh, Ramsina, she and I first started working together about 18 months ago. It was June of 2021. Is that right? Yes, it was. Yes. And so um, Ramsina came to me. She she was in a pretty bad spot, dealing with a lot of chronic health issues, autoimmune conditions, digestive issues. Um, I mean, w- when you first came to me, I was like, wow, this is, this is a tall order to be able to help this woman, but I'm going to give it a shot. <laughs> you know, and, yes. um, and it's just been pretty amazing to watch it all um, unfold and see you heal so much stuff and get so much better. And, and um, now you've stepped into this new role where you're, um, we're a team now, and mm-hmm. you're like my right hand woman, and, <laughs> um, and just helping a lot of our clients, uh, you know, reverse their diseases, achieve their health goals, and really grow into like, really cool new versions of themselves. Yes. um, So, and we'll do another episode where we interview you and get your whole story because, I mean, I think my health story is my journey is crazy. I mean, yours is, you know, five times as crazier, and it's going to be a great um, episode that people are going to, you know, get a lot of value out of. But um, let's. um, And so, okay. And so, Ramsina lives in um, Sacramento, California, and Mm -hmm. she's got a son, a daughter, and a grandson, and she's going to visit the son and the grandson in a few days here, huh? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. And <laughs> the holidays and all of that, so. Yeah. 
Um, well, I guess let's um, let's I'll I'll hand the the microphone then on over to you. Um, let's uh, let's kick this podcast off. Uh, unless there's anything else you want to say before you get into interviewing me, let's get going. Yes. Here. Yeah, I just wanted to say that it is um been an absolute honor to work with you first as a client and now as your employee um and you said that I was your right hand lady well you're my hero um <laughs> on all levels um when I didn't think it was possible um to move on you gave me hope to do that and so I think of us as a uh, as a team, I think of us as people that bring hope um, to many hurting lives. So thank you for the honor. All right, you're welcome. <laughs> and okay. I'm sure people are like, oh my God, you guys are just talking each other up the whole time. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, we we have a message to share. So yeah, yeah. and that's, that's a good thing to do. And I think it's important to have that. A lot of people don't have that in their lives, you know, they don't have yes. a person who's constantly telling them, Hey, you're doing a great job. Like, yes, I yeah. care about you. I appreciate you. I keep it up. Yes, so, absolutely. Yeah. And we, and we try to do a lot of that with our clients. Cause it's like yes. a lot of people just aren't getting it anywhere else, you know? No, they're not, but they'll get it from us though. That's for sure. Yeah. And then, and I hope we can inspire everybody who's listening to like, just be that force of positivity out there for the other people that, you know, mm -hmm. that you have in your life that you meet along your journey. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Shall we start? Shall we start interviewing you now then? Yeah, go ahead. You know me. I'm, I'm always game to, I'll give you the honest answer, the long answer to any questions you throw at me. So, Yep. And this I is this it. is your chance also to I mean we've known each other a year and a half but I'm sure there's things that like you're curious about me that maybe have never asked or we've never talked about and <laughs> you know I'm sure the listeners would love that those kind of questions so I'm know. sure they would yeah we'll, we'll we'll make sure to get some of those in there too <laughs> <laughs> okay so the first thing I was thinking of asking you is um. I know what you're doing, what you do now, as far as your work, um, you work with Create Health. I get that. That is your business, but you're also chiropractor, right? Yes. Um, and so you do that as well. But can you tell us um, what brought you into such a immense service oriented work, both with Create Health and your chiropractor work? Where did all that start from, this passion that you have? Well, I think I always wanted to do something mm -hmm. that really contributed to the mm -hmm. world. Yes. Um, and I think part of that was um, just like my upbringing, like my parents mm -hmm. um, really like instilled that in me. And I think like being brought up Jewish, there's this process, there's this, um, this uh, concept called tikkun olam, which is like repairing the world. Um, mm -hmm. so I always felt like a, like a deep desire to do that. Yes. Um, but I think most of my life, I kind of didn't know how I would go about that or what, if, if I had anything to even offer or if I mm -hmm. could do any of that, you yes. know, 
Yes. Um, but I think that that desire to make a difference um, in the world and people's lives was there since I was a little kid. It just took me like mm. 30 plus years to figure out what what that would look like, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what were, I, I hear you that you have the desire and that's, it's very obvious every day that I work with you, I see it. I absolutely see it. So, um, but why create health and why chiropractor work? What brought you to this? I mean, there oh, are many- I mean, that's, that's a, that's a story we got to backtrack of a, a ways to get to. <laughs> right. Um, but, um, yeah, it was, it was, um, pretty much I had been what I considered healthy my whole life. Like I had never really had any major health issues for the first probably 27, 28 years of my life. I grew up, was never overweight, um, Mm -hmm. played sports, never, Mm -hmm. never had any major sicknesses. Like, okay, did I get the chicken pox when I was a kid? I get, you know, colds and stuff here and there, but I was never really like a sick kid. Um, I never broke a bone. I never, um, yeah, I never had anything majorly bad happen to me until mm-hmm. my late twenties. And I started coming down with a bunch of chronic health issues. And, and I think, you know, and maybe a lot of people who followed yes. my story for a long time know that I was yes. my first career. I was working as an engineer, um, in the, the semiconductors, like electronics industry. So I worked for these companies that made these different microchips and, and, mm-hmm. uh, like if you've seen the movie Office Space, yes, uh, th- mm-hmm. like that's a, a, a pretty accurate depiction of what my life was like. Okay. Um, so, you know, it was it was like it was good. I had a good paying job. It was it was interesting. I mean, it wasn't like super engaging. I definitely wasn't getting that like sense mm-hmm. of contribution that I maybe deep down desired. But I felt like I was doing something like interesting and cool and innovative. You know, like I was yes. contributing in some way. Of um, course. Um, but, uh, and I thought like, and, and, you know, externally, like a lot of people thought very highly of me and it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. engineer and, you know, he's very successful and, and all of that. Um, but, uh, and, and I was just sort of like, I was okay with it, you know, but I started Mm -hmm. having health issues around 27, 28, where, um, it was like the digestion was the first thing I noticed. And I've seen, I know you've dealt with when I thought my yeah. digestive issues were bad and then I heard about yours, I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> okay. So what if I was in, you know, pain after every meal and like, it's like, right. at least I could, you know, go to the bathroom yeah. without having to use drugs. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, so, um, so yeah, I, I had a lot of like um, really bad digestive issues, pain after meals, a lot of fatigue, a lot of brain fog, started mm-hmm. developing like really bad eczema on my hands and um started developing like just like kind of a chronic soreness chronic pain in my muscles mm-hmm. and and in the year 2010 it kind of slowly amplified from being like not that bad to like seriously interfering yes. with my life yes and um and you know it had to get to seriously interfering with my life before i actually did anything about it <laughs> because i yeah. was sort of like oh if i ignore this it'll go away right 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 um <laughs> yeah and uh, so that's when I started going, going to doctors and I, I didn't really know anything about anything alternative. I thought it was all quackery, especially because I'd been raised in a, in a family where, you know, there's a lot of medical doctors and anybody alternative or naturopath or a chiropractor or an acupuncturist was just 
someone who was doing that because mm-hmm. they were too stupid to get into medical school. That's what I thought. <laughs> okay. You know? mm-hmm. um, so I was like, I went and saw the quote unquote real doctors. Right. And uh, thinking like, okay, I'm going to come to them with got this digestive issue and I don't feel good and I'm in pain all the time and, and my skin's all jacked up and like th- they'll just diagnose me with A, B, and C and then they'll give me mm-hmm. drugs X, Y, and Z and then I'll be mm-hmm. fixed and then, then I go back to, you know, go back to my life. Right, right. <laughs> and um, did you, um, did you, do you know that it doesn't work that way? Yep, I do know it doesn't work that way. Now, tell us about that. Tell us about that. Because a lot of people think they can, well, if they take A, B, and C medications with several shots, also L-in supplements um, for such and such long, so long time, then everything will be great and they can go back to, you know, to their former life, usually includes a lot of like, you know, like they can eat whatever they wanted to and everything, you know, they can go back, back to where they were. The doctor told them that what they eat has nothing to do with how they're feeling. No, (laughs) exactly. Just take something, right? Yeah. (laughs) Right. Um, And so I was kind of surprised to find out that number one, they couldn't really diagnose me. Like it didn't add up to anything they'd read about in a textbook. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so it was just, it became like a game of pass the buck and the buck was me, (laughs) right? So it was like, oh, you got stomach issues? Well, you got to go to the gastroenterologist and we're going to set you up with a dermatologist, look at your hands and we're going to set you up with um, another specialist to like do your Mm -hmm. blood work and see what's like going on with this chronic pain, rheumatology, whatever. Right, right. Uh, and so it was like in the beginning, I was excited. I was like, "Oh, I get to see the specialist. Like, this is I'm important, right? Because I, I got yes. stuff they can't figure out, you know." And it's like kind of right. exciting. It's like I get to see the specialist, right? Oh yeah, um, yeah. Only to find out that the specialist doesn't know anything more than the generalist. <laughs> nope. <laughs> like they they, they 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 just got to They just know a lot. They just know. It's just more specifically in their ignorance. If I could put it that yeah. way. Yeah, that's or maybe even way. even a narrow narrower field of vision. Right. Um <laughs> so you know they, they run their tests, they run their blood work and they go, mm-hmm. Oh, your thyroid looks normal, like your blood work, like everything mm-hmm. looks normal. So I, I think I think um I got nothing to do here. You know, it's like the labs yeah. show on paper, mm-hmm. this piece of paper says that you're normal. So mm-hmm. right. Right? That's like literally right? Are you are you treating the piece of paper? Or are you treating the person? Because I'm the person, and I got problems, and I don't the pe- the piece of paper yes. I don't. But I'm here to tell you firsthand experience. Yeah. I do, yeah. right? Yes. That was yes. a very that was like a that was a um that was troublesome. It was like r- really you're gonna like say to my face that nothing's wrong after you ran some tests that say that nothing's wrong, even though I told you something's wrong. Yeah. And so it's just like, well, it's just like you're just telling me tough luck. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so, yeah. oh, okay, well, we'll send you another specialist and they'll run more tests. And like, mm-hmm. and um, I didn't, I, I, I kind of like, it took me getting pretty far down the rabbit hole to realize yes. that like the train was going in the wrong direction, you know? Yes. Yeah. Like, you ever get on like a train that's like not going where you're supposed to go and you're like halfway oh, yeah. to the destination? You're yes. like, wait, wait, we're going to where? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Yeah. Um, get me off of yeah. this. How do, I, exactly. how do I get out of here? I know, right? Um, yeah. yeah. And I remember like starting to read up, especially on the digestive issues, because that was the main thing. And like people were saying, yes. like, oh, you know, like, you know, you may want to try to like 
you know, it's basically like the, the advice I was reading. I mean, I wasn't really into nutrition or anything, I didn't, but it was mm -hmm. like more fruits and vegetables, like the processed foods and like the junk, mm -hmm. like can mm -hmm. you know, upset your stomach, like maybe you should try to eat healthier. And I was like, oh, right. that makes sense. You know, like, I don't mm -hmm. want to do that, but I mm -hmm. see, I see that that could, that could, that could make sense. Right. And we're talking to the gastroenterologist about it. And he's like, oh, no, 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 this has nothing to do with what you're eating. Oh, wow. And just being like, yeah, man, I, I, you're so dismissive of that, but like, isn't there at least like the possibility? Right. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously we're in a place where we're like, duh, you know, it's like, <laughs> yep. Hey Mike, I I've been, you know, I've been putting, um, you know, uh, oven cleaner, you know, mm -hmm. like uh, dish detergent in my car and the engine doesn't seem to be working right. Like <laughs> auto mechanic, like, it's, like, should I be using gas? Oh, right. no, it does, doesn't matter. It's just a, it's a, we just need to replace some parts in your car. It's not what people right. are putting right. in, right? Yes. Yes. Like that was the level of the conversation. But at the time, it's just like, I I just thought I was pretty ignorant or I thought I didn't know much. This person who, who, who'd been in medical school and that granted never studied nutrition, but had been to medical school, so knew things. Um, right. Oh, yes, yes. They just take it for granted that they're in the position of authority of the white coat, right? Right. So, yeah. So um, I guess what I'm getting at is that like it took a while of getting this sort of runaround to realize yes. that the emperor didn't have any clothes. Like mm -hmm. the results or lack thereof were starting to speak for themselves. And yes. I was kind of and I, I I didn't like it was like I was in clown town and I didn't realize they were all clowns. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's like when you're not getting results, eventually you're like, you know, like something ain't right. Like this mm -hmm. is not the math isn't adding up. Yes. And so, um, and you know, and when I worked in engineering, it was like, if you weren't doing your job, if you weren't getting results, like yes. people complained, and if you right. kept not getting results, you got yes. fired. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it was like that was my mentality like well I'll let these guys like continue to bumble but eventually it's like six months into it i'm like i'm i gotta fire these people because they ain't doing their job yes you know, they're not getting results like well they're trying right i don't know how hard they're trying but they're right trying. and so that's when i kind of had to like okay i gotta figure this out on my own because i really thought at the time that i just had like weird stuff that like medicine couldn't like i was a rare case that medicine couldn't figure out yes uh, and they definitely made me feel that way. Like, oh, we just don't know. It's just all the labs look normal and poked it or And uh, I just didn't realize like what kind of blinders they had on, right? So mm -hmm. that's when I started researching, especially, mm -hmm. it wasn't so much nutrition. It was just like, what are the foods I can eat and what are the foods I can't eat? Because I don't want to be in pain all the time. Okay. Like, that, was, mm -hmm. that was my paradigm, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's what kind of got me into, into alternative health because it was mm -hmm. like, just kind of by default because the the, the, mm. the mainstream medicine was like not working. And it was like, I'm desperate here. I got to try an alternative, you know, this stuff mm -hmm. is all quackery, but like, I got to try, I got to, I, I can't mm -hmm. live in like this, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and thank you for that. I'll come back to your health journey, but I okay. just want to ask you a different, just kind of uh, a different question and we'll come back to this. Okay. Um, Sure. When was, how old were you when you first kissed a girl? 
I mean, people want to know. I don't know what this has anything to do with it. I think I was 16. I was might even close to 17. I was like definitely a late bloomer. No, that's 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 a good age actually, because then you knew kind of like what you were doing, you know? No, I did I had no idea. (laughs) Well, okay. I still if if I was a girl, I would rather be kissed by a 16, 17 year old than a 10 or 11 year old. I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) okay. Got it. Well, thank you for that. Um, okay. So let's go back to um, what we were talking about a little earlier. Okay, so I got that. They gave you the runaround and absolutely did not validate you in every step of the way. Sounds like it. Um, and then you got you have any experience with that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll were get you to ever... that. I'm sorry. Go we'll get ahead. to that. Yeah, yeah. Were you ever told, well, sir, it's kind of like it's in your head uh, because there's nothing wrong with you. All your blood works. They're all perfectly good. And and the x-rays and stuff, too. They're all great. So we think it might be in your head. Do you ever hear? I got told that one Mm -hmm. more than one occasion. Yes. But it wasn't in your head, was it? It was on your body and in your body. It was in it? my body, yeah, not in my head. <laughs> yes, it was your body crying. As crazy out. as that sounds, I mean, I don't know. It's that's some wild talk, but yes, it turned out problems in my body, not in my head. <laughs> yes, they just couldn't yes. find it in my body, so they must have assumed that if they can't find it in the body, based on but what they has- search for, that it must be somewhere else. Yes. Absolutely. Now, tell us a little bit about your when you began researching. You know, you just said, "What foods can I eat?" Because you, you, you had enough of pain. I get that. I really do. Um, where did that lead you? I mean, obviously, I know where you are now. But like, as you started researching, you know, what to eat that's making you feel better and what not to when certain things that you don't eat them, you feel better. And those other things that you eat them, uh, you know, how, how did that go? Where, where did you go with that? Well, I just remember, mm-hmm. um, I remember this was around the time when people, are, this is like 2010, people were starting yes. to talk about gluten, oh, right? Yeah. And I just yeah. thought it was like the, the dumbest idea ever that like, you know, man, we've eaten wheat for 10,000 years. So how all of a sudden it's bad for you, right? And it wasn't until years <laughs> later. That I would find out like, well, it's different because we're spraying with this chemical, you know, Roundup or whatever. But, um, mm-hmm. but I remember like I had a friend, I did stand up comedy as a lot yes. of you guys know. And that was kind mm-hmm. of like 2009 was the year I got into it. And so by 2010, I was like really doing a lot of it. And, um, mm-hmm. and uh, I had this friend who I did stand up comedy with. And I noticed that like, just kind of I noticed that she had like she's very thin but she had like a distended belly a lot of the time at, at one point yeah and, um and then it and then I remember like later then it went away and then she was talking about it later and mm-hmm. I like overheard in a conversation and she was like well my acupuncturist like told me to stop mm-hmm. eating gluten and like ever since I've been gluten-free like my stomach issues have gotten like way better mm-hmm. and I was like oh did she just say acupuncturist like oh my god what oh my god that's so stupid but then I'm like what <laughs> Mm-hmm. she's right i mean like i noticed mm-hmm. i noticed when it was bad and now it's better like yes God, okay maybe maybe they're onto something with this right mm-hmm. um, yeah. and then i remember like um 
eating, uh, um, just like reading about like, okay, if you eat healthier and eat more fruits and vegetables, like a mm -hmm. lot of problems go away. And my first thought was like, well, I eat a lot of fruits and vegetables and that can't, and then I like got real about it and I was like real with myself. And I was like, yeah, I don't eat any fruits and vegetables. Mm -hmm. Like I pretty yeah. much live off like pizza and Chinese food and energy drinks, you know? Yeah. Um, seriously like a lot of people think like oh dr ben he eats so immaculately he must have done this his whole life it's like no i didn't and um yeah. you know, i was thinking i was never overweight so i thought i was just i had quote unquote good genes and i was getting away with it right right mm -hmm. and what's funny is just like i was telling you the story earlier before on the podcast earlier today we were talking mm -hmm. and i was telling about how one of my family members was complaining about all of their health problems or because they have bad genes yes and, um and what's funny was I used to credit myself, oh, I have good genes, you know, it's like, <laughs> right, right. How does that work? <laughs> it's because right. we're in the same family. Um, yeah. yeah. But um, anyway, mm -hmm. um, so, so I just kind of thought, well, since I don't haven't gained any weight, I must be able to eat what I want, right? Yep. Yeah. People yep. would say, oh, it's going to catch up with you when you're older, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, no, it's not. No, it's not. And like, oh, when you, you know, when you get in your 30s or 40s, you start gaining weight. And I was like, not happening. Well, the <laughs> ironic thing is that it caught up with me, but just not in the way that anybody anticipated, right? Yes. I was in complete denial that anything would happen, of course. And then I didn't get fat, but I did get sick. And right. Uh, so, so yeah, you're asking me this. So then I just thought, like, okay, well, you know, fruits and vegetables are healthy. Well, I can just like make smoothies, right? Because I was, like I yeah. ate most of my food out, but I would make, <laughs> I would go to the grocery store and I would buy like packaged microwave meals and eat those at home. Right. And so, yes. and yeah. so I was just like, I don't want to learn to cook, just throw it in the microwave. And so right. I was like willing to do the smoothie thing because the smoothie, mm -hmm. the blender was like the microwave. It was the same kind of deal. It didn't right. take a lot of effort. You just mm -hmm. opened up the device. You put the food in the device, you close the device, you hit the button on right. the device and right. then. And then in a minute or two, your food's ready, right? Yes, yes. So I was yeah. like, instead of blasting with microwaves, we're just hitting it with these blades, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, it's it's the same thing, but it's healthy. So that's what that's how I got started. It was just like I was just like making smoothies with whatever <laughs> kind of produce that I picked up at the store or that, mm -hmm. that I had in the fridge. You know, mm -hmm. I wasn't really paying much attention to it, and I was just sort of like, okay, this like, mm -hmm. you know, throw some frozen blueberries in there, and then like hope it tastes good, you know. Right, right. And mm -hmm. uh, and that's literally how I got started. There was no like, I'm going to be plant-based or I'm going to be a vegan or I'm going to do this protocol. Like none of that was in my mm -hmm. consciousness. I think a lot of that stuff like wasn't even being talked about in any of the circles right. I was in. Um, and so uh, mm -hmm. I just started making smoothies and, you know, I, I think a few weeks in, I was sort of like, I was just improvising. I was just making whatever I thought like, you know, cause some right, of them right. tasted good and some of them didn't taste good. And so, right. so my point <laughs> of entry was like, well, I wonder, like, maybe I should look up some recipes. Like maybe, mm. maybe mm -hmm. like, you know, I don't really want to learn to cook, but I'd be willing to take advice on what ingredients to put in the blender. Like that wouldn't be so bad. Right. Okay. Uh -huh. like, it's not like a recipe recipe where I got to like cook a bunch of ingredients. It's just a recipe where I got to just throw a bunch of different things in the blender and it tastes good. And right. I'm, willing to do that. I'm willing to go that far. And okay. so I remember searching smoothie recipes into YouTube because I figured mm -hmm. y'all want to watch a video of this, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that was like falling down at the biggest rabbit hole of my life. Really? Wow. Tell yeah. us about it. 
Well, I remember I found this guy who, um, unfortunately, re just recently his YouTube channel got deleted, but it it absolutely changed my life. Mm -hmm. um, Dan McDonald, the life regenerator. Yes. At the time, he was this dude living in an RV in the woods in Washington State. Okay. He's like this shoeless, shirtless hippie guy, ex-drug <laughs> addict. Right. Um, who would make smoothies and green juices, juicing I'd never really heard of. Um, right. Uh-huh in the woods in his RV mm -hmm. and he would just have a bunch of fruits and vegetables and he would just be putting the machine burr, 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 like <laughs> making these recipes yeah. and then like drinking it on yeah. and he made it look cool right. like he made it, it was like wow this guy's cool um mm -hmm. now he would talk about natural health and like he'd had this one episode where he's like you know I was had a friend who got cancer and she she got mm -hmm. chemo and radiation and and surgery and i would never do any of those things he's like right i would, I would never ever let them get to cut my organs out or do it and i was yeah. like i would only just drink juice and like like mm -hmm. drink smoothies and like if i had cancer i wouldn't do any of the conventional treatments and i was like oh my right. god this guy is like this guy is in outer space like what is he talking about like he would just uh -huh. eat healthy and not do chemotherapy if he had cancer like what this right bananas right yeah so mm -hmm. I, um, I, but I kept watching though, cause it was entertaining and okay. uh, I didn't agree with most of what he said. I thought he was totally nuts, but <laughs> that was like, kind of like, it was like, I still watched it mm -hmm. cause I was like entertained. I was like, look at this idiot. Right. And then I remember like commenting one time, like, just shut up and make the recipe you hippie. Right. <laughs> like I was, oh. <laughs> I was a very mean dude. Um, uh -huh. but I just kept watching. Because I needed recipes and I it was like entertaining and I was getting on this health mm -hmm. kick and I, I noticed I was feeling better when I was drinking the smoothies. Mm -hmm. And um, and so um, it was like, uh, like I, I noticed things were improving and I was getting excited about it. And I kind of didn't realize that I'd begun this health journey. It was just kind of in the flow yes. of it, fun with it. Yes. And what's funny is that after maybe, I don't know, a month or two or three, mm -hmm like hearing the message over and over again like yes. the stuff that he started to say started to make mm -hmm. sense yes like this guy that i thought was totally on planet zorcon because mm -hmm. number one i was hearing it a bunch and then number two i was noticing changes in my own body yes like my digestion was getting better my mm -hmm. skin was clearing up my mm -hmm. uh, my energy levels were like way better like wait i felt like amazing yeah um, yep. And I just, I, I started to notice like, Hey, I'm, I'm like, this is, I'm actually feeling really great, you know? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And so that, that was sort of, that was my introduction to it. If that answered the long answer to your question. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no, that, that's awesome. I was just curious. I, I know you made recipe. I mean, you made smoothies and I know you still do. And that's awesome. Do you remember any of the recipes that you made that like, cause I've made recipes myself as well, you know, putting things together and all that. And did you ever make anything that you felt like no way that I could stomach this? Like it just, so if you can give me one example of that and then one example of something very phenomenal that like when you made it for the first time, you were like, yeah, man, this is life, man. This is great. I remember. <laughs> I had like, um, I remember I, so I used to play, I had this long standing game of Dungeons and Dragons that I was in back in the day. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. From like 2009 to 2013, we played like every Monday night for like four years. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember I made this smoothie one time and um, it was like, I think I had like a couple of frozen bananas. I had an avocado that was like kind of getting there. It's like kind mm-hmm. of a little bit overripe, but I put it in and yeah. I had habanero pepper and I had, I think like a few cherry tomatoes and um, and I think I had some like spinach. Mm-hmm. Um, and some kale and then I think um I think I put like some ginger in there and yeah I think it was like the habanero and the kind of not too in good shape um avocado with the tomato like it just yeah it, like it was just foul it was gross <laughs> and I remember like like I this is I brought this to D&D tonight and it's like my food I got it and then I remember when my friends was like what's in that because it was like brownish black color <laughs> oh I was like, oh, it's my habanero smoothie. He's like, but yeah, it, it smells kind of funny, man. Like, what else is in it? And I'm like, ah, you know, just like avocado and some blueberries and stuff. And I don't I don't remember, whatever. And I'm just like yeah. trying to like drink it. And I'm like, ugh. Oh. But like I didn't want to be like <laughs> I just didn't want to like give up on my own creation in front of everybody like publicly. So I just like yeah. kind of just knocked it back. <laughs> yeah. That's that's amazing. I yeah. Um <laughs> but all I my friends it. were like, that looks disgusting. Like I can't believe you're drinking. Yeah, it sounds a little off. I was too proud to be like, yeah, this is disgusting and I'm not gonna <laughs> Oh my goodness. Wow. I can just picture you two just sitting there like hoping you didn't have to drink it, but drinking <laughs> it. Yeah. Okay. Now tell us an amazing smoothie. Tell us one of those of your own creation. <laughs> I think I remember I like the first time I ever got a young coconut. Oh, like, yeah. I was able to, to like drain the juice out and then cut the, the coconut meat out and then like blend that with some mangoes and some bananas. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was just like, whoa, like this is amazing. Like, yes. I just want to yeah. live on a tropical island and drink this every day. Yep. 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 That sounds lovely. It it does. That's awesome. Okay, so we got both. The one that you kind of, yeah, and then an awesome one. That sounds terrific. Um, okay, so how long, I just heard you say that, like, you started feeling better and everything. And as you know, one of the questions that we somehow get quite often, how long will it take before a person starts feeling better? It's a, so how long did it take you to recognize that, well, you know, this is a good deal, man. I'm feeling much better. <laughs> um, that, That's a great question. And we get asked that all the time, yeah. right? It's like, yes. hey, Dr. Ben, I have, yeah. I have condition, you know, condition mm-hmm. A and get symptoms B, C, and D. Like for mm-hmm. me, how long yeah. until I reverse my disease? How long until I'm 100% better? Yeah. And it's like, uh, it's not a, it's not a, it's not the quadratic equation, unfortunately, <laughs> right? Uh, no. I would say I noticed a shift pretty quick. I think yeah. I went through a period of maybe like four or five months where I kind of teeter tottered and wavered back and forth. Like I would eat healthy for a while, and then it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I want, like I, I, I'm gonna drink a beer, whatever. Like mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have some French. Like I would just go back to eating my normal crap food 
And, right, um, right. And then it would pay for it immediately, like immediately. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like yeah, my, yeah. my body would just hold stage a rebellion. Like, yes. I, the contrast was it was very mm -hmm. obvious. It was like yeah. I could tell deep down mm -hmm. that like that that old part of me that yeah. that way was just gonna die off. Like it wasn't, yeah. I wasn't gonna be able to sustain, but I kept coming back because I didn't want to mm -hmm. give up on it. But yeah. it became more and more clear that that was just not working for me, but it was hard to give it up. So mm -hmm. I would say like, there was a period where I kind of like, we'd get better for a while and then I would fall mm -hmm. off, and mm -hmm. lose, lose a lot of the progress I had made, but not so much. But like, mm -hmm. I would definitely notice like symptoms would come roaring back like immediately upon eating the stuff. Yes. So it was like, yep. it was very obvious that food was making a difference because, mm -hmm. um, and then I would say, it was probably a period about five or six months in where I was like, okay, like I'm, I'm, I'm going to get serious about this. Like I'm going to, mm -hmm. and I would say I was probably eating like, like, um, 80% raw and like the rest mm -hmm. vegan and pretty clean as good as I could kind of manage, right. you know, yeah. or as well mm -hmm. as I could kind of manage I was mm -hmm. by no means perfect, but I was dedicated. Mm -hmm. And I would say six weeks of that, I was 80% symptom free. I, I felt like mm. an entirely new human being. Yeah. Like it was like, mm. whoa, whoa. Like That's... I did not, I was just really hoping that my, my digestive mm. issue, I just didn't want my stomach to hurt. I didn't expect that my skin yeah. would clear up, that I'd have energy, mm -hmm. move, that mental clarity would be mm -hmm. like to the point where like, I remember um, just to give you an idea. Um, so I was working this, this uh this uh semiconductor company and i remember like mm -hmm. one of the people on my team left mm -hmm. and they were like okay we're gonna have to split up her work until we can hire someone new right and um and they were like so my boss was like we're gonna take this one small thing off your off your plate but you're gonna have to handle this other thing that she used to do and mm -hmm. so it was like net net my workload was increasing but yeah at the same time like my mental clarity was getting there to where like i took on that extra workload mm -hmm. and it was really no problem and then it progressed mm -hmm. to like i took on mm -hmm. that workload and i would be done for the day around 2 30 or 3 mm -hmm. and just sit at my desk like this i'm doing the jobs of two people and i'm bored and i'm like don't like what's going <laughs> on? Mm -hmm. and i just started like going for walks Mm -hmm. by the creek because I had nothing to do <laughs> oh, wow. um, and I kind of mm -hmm. took it as like you know it was a boost to my ego I was like wow my mental clarity mm -hmm. like I mean this job is not hard like this job is pretty easy mm -hmm. uh, so that mm -hmm. was a benefit that I noticed but yeah overall it was like I was just kind of not wanting my stomach to hurt and I experienced yeah. all these other benefits and I didn't mm -hmm. it, it, there was no concept of like I'm reversing my disease like none of that mm -hmm. was my consciousness at all it was like mm -hmm. Just like I just want to yeah. feel better, you know. And yeah. So I got like results better than anticipated. Like things that like mm -hmm. I didn't like I didn't realize how low my energy was, how depressed yeah. I was until I started feeling mm -hmm. better. Yeah. And then I felt amazing, and that's when I got like really evangelical, very ecstatic. Mm -hmm. Everybody I know, God <laughs> make these smoothies, got in the green juice, mm -hmm. like amazing, mm -hmm. and you gotta yeah. do this, guys. And mm -hmm. of course, nobody got it right, but yeah, well, yeah. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. anyway, short answer to your question of like six weeks of doing it 80%, I got 80% better. So. That is, and that's, 
in my own life, you know, being on lots of different journeys, I don't know of any medication that can, to my knowledge, unless you do, please tell us if you do, I don't know of any like cholesterol reducing medications, those type of things, you know, I don't know of anything like that that can change people's life in six weeks. I've just never heard of any without I mean, side effects. I've too. heard things like that. I think there's always side effects though. They got to yep. account for. Yeah. Maybe there's like, yeah. I think for a lot of these medications, especially the immunosuppressive ones, there's like a honeymoon yeah. period where it yeah. works great and there's no side effects, mm-hmm. but gradually side effects kick in and the, the, the effectiveness wears off. Yes. And then there's this yeah. kind of like going through a rough patch, like there's the honeymoon mm-hmm. par- period. And then, then there's like the rough marriage part of it. And then actually <laughs> there's the divorce where they got to find you a new drug. But yeah, I think you're yes. right. Like, yeah. In terms of like mm-hmm. all benefit and zero side effects. Yes. The raw plant-based diet just crushes it compared to anything else. Yes, it does. Well, it's awesome. What was your first car? It was <laughs> a 1988 um, Toyota Camry that I got in 2003. 1988. Okay. Okay. That was your first car then, Toyota Camry. All right. Yeah. That sounds lovely. Oh, no, Corolla. Um, Sorry. Oh, it was Toyota Corolla? Yeah. That's sweet. What color? It was like an off blue, kind of grayish blue. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Oh, my goodness. There's so many things to ask you. Um, and I'm trying hard not to skip anything. <laughs> but um, so you started feeling better and, and continued on with this um, way of eating raw and everything like that. So why didn't you go back to the pizzas and, and alcohols and, and everything else? I mean, you got better, right? I mean, your digestive tract got better and everything. Why well, I mean, you- I told you I did. I did for a while. I had a, I, like I said, I had a, a period of time where I was yo-yoing <laughs> between the two worlds. So then why do you choose always, why did you choose this world over the other one then? Because when I go back to that one, I feel it very acutely immediately. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, you do. And trust me, I used to try to rationalize myself. Oh, this is totally worth it. This is totally worth it. Like try to try to convince myself that it was, but it wasn't. Um, And so it's not like I just woke up one day and I was perfect at this stuff. Like I struggled a lot and -hmm. I had to go through hell. 15, mm-hmm. 20 times before I was like, yeah, I'm just not going back there. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I understand. So it seems like you got to the point and correct me if I'm wrong, but with all the going through the hell, I get that. I, I've gone through hell several times myself, but going through hell and all that, you got to the point where you felt like, you know what? Enough is enough. I like feeling better. I like being healthy. I'm just going to stick with this. Does that, is that, does that sound about right? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I'm so glad you did. Now, in the last few years that I've known you, something else you've done we must talk about. Do you remember? Creating, create health, reversing. Go ahead, finish the rest of it. Reversing. Oh, work. writing the book? Yes. We got to talk about that too. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's the book that, I, you know, I tell people that the people are like, how long did it take you to write that book? I'm like, well, it took me eight years of procrastinating and six months of hard work. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. 
I think I was I, I was telling you, I don't know if this was before we started recording or after, but like in, in 2014, I sat down with like a spreadsheet of like, yeah. I want to make a podcast. Here's what I want to be mm-hmm. on. I also was like, I want to write a book. Here's what's going to be on it. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess I procrastinated on both of those projects until 2022. <laughs> and so the mm-hmm. book came out about in May and then, and then you were recording the first podcast at the end of the year. Yes. Uh, but the book was just like, I just wanted to get my ideas out. I mean, I was on social media talking this stuff up and Mm-hmm. you know um doing webinars giving live talks making videos working mm-hmm. with clients and i was mm-hmm. sa- saying the same thing over and over and over and over again right and yes we'll be like well, well what do i eat or what do i do or how does this work and i got sick of answering the same questions over and over again and i was just like mm-hmm. i gotta write a book that just lays it all out for people so mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so yeah so that was like that was the book. I didn't have a title for it. You know, I, I didn't, uh-huh. I didn't really know what I was going to call it. You know, mm-hmm. much you could call it like the autoimmune solution. There's probably a book called that, you know, probably. Um, mm-hmm. um, but I, I guess the central tenet of it, like the, the, the main problem that I saw out there with people struggling was that they were, had this like disease fighting mentality. Like I got to yeah. fight the disease. I got to take this drug. I got to take that drug. I got to cut this out of mm-hmm. me, cut that out of me, mm-hmm. cut this food out of my diet, whatever. Yes. And it was this like lack mentality of like, I got to attack the problem mm-hmm. versus like, well, what if you're like born to be healthy, born to be vibrant mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all this other stuff's getting in the way. And if you focus mm-hmm. on just unlocking that and creating more of that, mm-hmm. you focus on like, on like just creating health instead of fighting the disease, like you get, you get better results. And yeah. I've seen it, that, that paradigm of, cause I had a, I had a mentor Mm-hmm. more in the chiropractic space, less than the nutrition space, who was telling mm-hmm. me about like, you know, every time it, from like an Abraham Hicks type perspective, it's like what we focus mm-hmm. on grows. So if we focus on the problem, we get more of the problem. If we mm-hmm. focus on what we want, instead we get more of that. And so it was yes. like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. a really good thing. So it's like, what's the opposite of fighting disease? Well, it's creating health. Yes. Yeah. And so I remember going back and forth with the publisher with like a bunch of different, he came up like, he read the book and he's like, here's five titles you could call it. And it was like the mm-hmm. plant-based like um, mind body solution for healing autoimmune disease. And I was like, oh, that just sounds so cheesy and stupid. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I just can't. None of the, and so none <laughs> of the names he gave me worked. Yeah. Like, well, I got this, this part in there about create health versus fight disease. Like mm-hmm. that's the, that's like the crux, like the, the, the most important premise of the book. So let's just call it that. Yes. Yeah. And um, uh, that was just sort of like the working name until we came up with something better. <laughs> that's awesome. And then How... that became like the working name for this company that I've created that's hired you and you know, right. other people. And <laughs> yes. um, so yes. it, I just kind of fell into it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but it works. It makes sense. It's like, it, it, we need, and then, and then what was much more ironic was that like, that was kind of the reason we were in this whole like COVID mm-hmm. debacle, right? Because it was, it was yep. on, like fighting the disease, putting on the mask, shooting up the drugs, like staying mm-hmm. inside, staying away from people, social distance, don't do anything. Like, right, that's not, right. That, yes. that, that's, that's absurdity, right? It is. It's it like, really is. And, and, I, and, I, and I knew that like we wouldn't have had this problem had we actually just been creating health all along. Like, I agree with you. Like we got yes. hit by the virus, not because we weren't like not enough people weren't wearing masks or we're, there was not enough, the vaccine didn't come out early enough or any of that. It was like, <laughs> yes, sitting ducks because we were, 
you know, up to our elbows and flaming hot Cheetos for the past, you know, 35 years. Um, yeah. And uh, that was, that was why. Mm-hmm. And so we had this push to like fight the disease. Yes. And it was like, if you mentioned like, mm-hmm. Hey, maybe we should, you know, focus up. If you'd be like, we can do that later when, the, when it's over, when it's over. Right. <laughs> now, right. Like, three years into it, it's still not over. Right? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe, maybe I feel like, yeah. and then, and then it's a kind of a good thing. Cause it's like, Man, people got like way just hit over the head with the fight disease stuff so much that they're like, this isn't working. I got to, I got to, Dr. Ben might be right about this create health thing. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a blessing for me that it was like just the sheer stupidity of it all became more and more public. And people were like, well, we got to find a better way. Maybe this Dr. Ben guys and people like him aren't so crazy after all. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. So, now tell us one more time the complete title of the book, um, and also how can pe- how can people get the book? Um, so the full title of the book is called "Create Health: Reverse Autoimmune Disease Without Drugs or Their Side Effects." Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you can do what's in there and still take your drugs if you want. Um, <laughs> it's not telling you to not do it, but it's saying right. that you probably can achieve the results without it if you so choose. Yes. Um, and then the book can be found on Amazon, mm-hmm. um, or you can go to createhealthbook.com, which is our website yes. and you can order it directly from me. Mm-hmm. And what's cool about that is if you go on there, I think I'm actually like priced a little lower than Amazon and you get some <laughs> bonuses. You get some goodies that you can't get with, you purchase it on Amazon. So by your choice. Yes, absolutely. That's wonderful. So we've been on the Create Health for a little while. Um, tell us a little bit, uh, if anyone is listening, those who are listening right now, if they wanted to become our client, what services are we offering exactly? How are well, we going to help them to create health? <laughs> so, I, I mean, we can, we can get into that here. I mean, I wanted this podcast to just be more focused on me and my story, but uh, yes. Yeah, we do. We do coaching with people like in group and one on one. And mm-hmm. so it's 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 not just about like, hey, let's give you a meal plan. And like, yeah, um, here's the strategy. Here's what you need to implement. But yes. it's also about the the motivation, inspiration, you know, as much as the education. So okay. information without action is useless. So we really yeah. try to provide a supportive environment where people can implement the stuff. Mm-hmm. And have accountability and the ability to stay on track and stay motivated, stay excited about it so yes. that they can actually stick with it and get results. Okay. Because I'll tell you, like, I used to just like have like kind of a book that was like I sold like, for like $10 and just had like all my recipes and meal plans and mm-hmm. I would give it to yeah. people and mm-hmm. I would think, okay, there's another one. They're just going to go do it and like get results. And then I would mm-hmm. check back in with them a few months later and be like, oh yeah, I haven't even really opened it yet. And it's like, yeah, wait, mm-hmm. wait, wait, what? So I realized, I kind of realized, because for me, it was like, I was always super motivated. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wanted to get well. I was determined and I thought just everybody else would be, but it turns out people aren't. No. And so, and so that's what, you know, where we really try to add value is like yes. just, um, providing the support mm-hmm. to keep people motivated, keep people excited. So they stick with it and they get results. So thank you. Yeah, Absolutely. So, so I think if you go on my website, drbenjaminbenoulis.com, there's mm-hmm. like a form to fill out to book a free call with um, okay. me or someone from the team, like you or mm-hmm. Jonathan or whoever, and 
and then we just have mm -hmm. a chat and just see what you need and see if it's a, a fit to work together. Okay, terrific. Now let's go back to you. And I was okay. going to go back to you. Okay. Um, so you you told me that um, before you worked on changing your diet, you were eating just about anything, including Cheetos and, and all the stuff that everybody loves to eat and some such and all that, right? What I mean, there were certain foods that I didn't eat, but like, right. for the most part, I ate pretty unhealthy. Okay. What about craving and all that? I mean, think of someone who's thinking about this journey, but they are very concerned about craving. Do cravings ever like um, go away? Or what happens to craving? Uh, that, that's a good question. Um, and maybe this can be like, maybe this could, we could dedicate a whole episode to this, I think. I think so um, too. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it definitely like craved unhealthy foods. And like I said, I went through like kind of a, back and forth period where I would give into those cravings mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. overpowering and, and I would immediately feel like, you know, be lying on my stomach in bed, like clutching my sides and 10 out of yep. 10 pain and be like, why did I do that? Oh my God, I feel terrible. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And, um, but over time, it's like your taste buds adapt. They, they adapt to what you're doing. And so now it's like, now I, I just, I crave the good stuff. Mm -hmm. and um like i mean i made a smoothie the other day it was like persimmons and bananas and uh nice. i think i had a couple of frozen bananas in there so it was like nice and cold and it was just like yes it tasted so good and i'm just like wow like sounds like, lovely it's just like I, I i've had the smoothie probably a thousand times mm -hmm. maybe a thousand times but maybe a hundred plus times and mm -hmm. like it's just it doesn't get old like it's just i just love it you know, mm -hmm. and I'm just mm -hmm. kind of past the point where I just like, I've been doing this so long, my body's just gotten so accustomed to it. It's like, yeah. it knows what it wants. And and so, you know, yeah. it did, what, the cravings go away overnight. No, it was a lot of back and forth, a lot of trial and error, a lot of falling yeah. on my face, but mm -hmm. long term, you stick with it. And then the body just, yeah, just wants something different. It does. It's so encouraging to hear you say that because you know, every test, a lot of times we've talked to our clients, that's one of the major concerns of them, oh, you know, uh, the craving and yeah. So it's good to know that. Yeah, and, it, it, and it's yeah. a real thing. And it's like, yeah, of course, it's not because I have a ton of willpower. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. It's because I just mm -hmm. have a ton of like reference experience and mm -hmm. made the mistake enough times that eventually I was like, I'm just not doing this anymore. That's right. That's so awesome. Like, enough mm -hmm. failures you get to, you just kind of fail your way to success yep that is very true so okay by now we understand you're on raw food and everything but like i don't know like do you have energy to go on like races can you do running on raw food and tell us a little bit about those type of adventures you've had um, I yeah i mean i went through a period about 10 nine ten years ago where i was like i just got into adventure racing like tough mm -hmm. mudder and the warrior dash and the spartan race and all that mm -hmm. um i did a bunch of those so that okay because um, mm -hmm. i did have so much energy i was looking for something to put it into but you know i did <laughs> i did you know maybe mm -hmm. nine or ten of those and then i kind of just was like okay i, I proved my point you know mm -hmm. um and, and just with me i've noticed over the years that like while i am into physical activity and exercise i like to stay in shape I tend to do something mm -hmm. for about three, four, five, six months, 
Mm -hmm. and then kind of get bored with it and have to find a new form of exercise. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I, I kind of mix it up, but I've, you know, I've, I've done all the feats of strength, the, the 81 arm pushups, the deadlifting more lifting. than my body weight, the, mm -hmm. sorry, more than double my body weight. Wow. Um, you mm -hmm. know, the weighted, the weighted pull-ups, the muscle-ups, the yes. stand push-ups, um, all of the, mm -hmm. all the, the, the cute tricks. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. That's awesome. You just did something amazing a couple of weeks ago. Remember? Tell us about that. It had something to do with, I'm not sure, not cartwheel, but it was something very astounding, I thought. Remember? Yeah. Handstand yeah. push-ups. That was yes. a new milestone for me. So yeah. basically going into a handstand up against a wall. Mm -hmm. And then I, I got, I think my record is like six push-ups mm -hmm. in that position. Um, and hey, you know, that's that doing this for over a decade, 41 years old. You know? Wow. So uh, it's cool to still be like, uh, like achieving new things fitness wise for sure. Yes. And still all on fruits and vegetables. Amazing, isn't it? Because like yeah. sometimes people like freak out over stuff like that. Where do you get energy and all that? You seem to be having a lot of energy to do all that. <laughs> right? Yeah, maybe we could de dedicate a whole episode to like, Yes. Isn't that too much sugar and where do you get your protein, right? Protein. Yes, yes, yes. Can you tell us a little bit, the, the thing that you used to say about protein, which you said it to myself too. And I think I, I was like, what? <laughs> Remember, but where do you get your protein? Oh yeah. So, um, this was, um, this was maybe like maybe like a year and a half ago, right around the time I met you, I also met our friend Jill. Yes. And yes. she was just kind of like, yeah, kind of bewildered by what I was doing. And she was like, but I just like, I don't, like, I feel funny asking you this question because it looks like you get your protein, but like, I got to know where you get your protein. Right. And so I just like, I, I just had to have some fun with that question. So I told her, <laughs> I was like, oh, well, every two weeks I go to my naturopath and I get a protein infusion, you know, just stay at the top. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course that. like totally joking right but she's like right, oh, really yeah. i didn't even know they did that kind of <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny we still all laugh about that because you say it in such a serious tone that it comes across very believable i mean every couple of weeks protein infusion yeah <laughs> so that's awesome which brings me to my next question. I have to ask you about this because it's so much a part of you. Tell us about your amazing comedies that you do. And they are, by the way, very amazing, very fun, um, very enjoyable. So Yeah, so first off, I'll just tell everybody, if you want to find it, just search like Dr. Ben Comedy on YouTube and it'll probably pop up. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I started doing... Um, kind of before my health journey began I started doing stand-up comedy just for fun I just I um I, I kind of always had been an admirer of the art form yes and then one and I used to go I used to go to a lot of improv shows mm -hmm. and there's one improv theater that I went to all the time they were like hey we're gonna start doing one night a week we're gonna do stand-up and it's gonna be an open mic so if you mm -hmm. want to give it a try just mm -hmm. like email this email mm -hmm. by like thursday and then we'll let you know by or, or like email like starting on sunday and then by thursday right. Friday, uh, later in the week we'll let you know who we picked to actually be on the list 
Got it. Okay. And so um, I was like, um, and at that time I was still drinking and I was like drunk and I was like, oh, okay. Like I'll, I'll, I'll do that. That'll be fun. And so I <laughs> pulled out my Blackberry. You remember those? <laughs> and, wow. Uh, and yeah. uh, email and I was like, I'll just email them right now. <laughs> and um, so I emailed them and I get an email on like Tuesday. It says like, you're on the list. Be here at like seven o'clock on Friday night. You got three minutes. Mm -hmm. Bring some mm -hmm. good jokes. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I remember like Wednesday or Thursday rolled around and I was like, I, I should prepare some jokes. <laughs> I guess I think part of me just thought I'll just go up on stage and I'll just say something funny. Right. But then I, right. kinda, I got to thinking and I was like, well, I got to go up there. I got to have something to say. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. So I, um, I, um, uh Oh, we're going to run out of time on the anchor app, but that's okay. We're still recording on zoom. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, um, I just, I kind of wrote some jokes about some stuff that happened at work and, yes. um, and uh you know just got up on stage and and um mm -hmm. and just kind of winged it and um mm -hmm. ended up like really doing really well like everybody's <laughs> laughing really hard and uh, it was an amazing feeling like it was like uh, wow this was like that felt so good yes and then it also just felt good to be like like wow i have a talent for this like i'm good at this like this was mm -hmm. this was amazing how do i do it again right so mm -hmm. i immediately like as soon as they opened up the list for the next week Mm -hmm. I like signed up again and I got on <laughs> and I was like, I got to write new jokes and I got to bring all my friends. And so I brought like, you know, <laughs> seven or eight friends. And I was like, mm -hmm. guys, I'm going to do comedy. Like you guys come see me. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I think it also helped that the second time I had like some ringers in the audience. Yeah. So again, like totally new set, totally new set of jokes. I didn't know that people like go up and like practice the same material over and over again. I thought every time you have right. to write your jokes. <laughs> right. Um, mm -hmm. And I crush it again. Mm -hmm. And all my friends see, and they're like, Ben, you were hilarious. This was amazing. Like, when's your next show? Like, mm -hmm. um, and so uh, I, I sign up again, and they're like, yeah, you were two weeks in a row. Like, just come back later. And I was like, do one of the other open mics. And I was like, wait, there are other open mics? Mm -hmm. like, um, they're like, yeah, you know, Kick Butt Coffee Shop has one, and like, there's one mm -hmm. at the Belvita room and like, there's this and mm -hmm. just go sign up for some of those and do some of those right. and come back, you know, mm -hmm. come back in a few weeks. Mm -hmm. um, just got to give other people a try. Right. So I go and I do another open, I do another open mic at the coffee shop and I just, just bomb, like just mm -hmm. bomb. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what the heck? Like I just, my first two nights of doing comedy, I crushed it. And then mm -hmm. I bombed like what's go And then night, mm -hmm you know, attempt five, six, seven, all bomb. All right. And I'm like, what gives? I'm telling the same jokes. I'm funny. Like, what <laughs> happened? And so mm -hmm. it became this like, like obsession of like chasing that high of like the good night, you know? So it'd yeah. be up and down, you know? And, mm -hmm. and like, it really forced me to like perfect my craft and write new jokes and polish the existing jokes. And I just got mm -hmm. really into it as just a hobby. And then right. now I'm at the point where it's like, I don't really write that much new material. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't really do open mics, but I do do, you know, five or six shows a year with different friends that book shows and stuff like that. And um, mm -hmm. I booked my own show back in November. Mm -hmm. That was fun. And then Cam mm -hmm. F. Awesome's coming to town next month. And I was hitting him up because we did a show mm -hmm. back in like 2018. And he's oh. really funny. He does stand up mm -hmm. comedy. And I was like, we should, we should 
do a show together, but I haven't heard from him. Oh, so, so nice. I'm doing it on occasion, but um, mm -hmm. you know, that's 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 kind of where we're at with the comedy thing. Beautiful. Can you tell us, um, like, what do you do, um, when you're not working off work? What does Doctor Ben do? What What is your life like when you're There's not? Not working? enough of that time. Um, I feel like <laughs> I just I love what I do, and I I I kind of work too much and kind of overdo it. Yes. Uh, um, but uh, I do love um, fruit foraging. It's one of my favorite things. Mm -hmm. um, hiking, traveling. Um, mm -hmm. Like right now, it's like the beginning of citrus season. So I'm, I, I'm come January 1st, I'm probably not paying for an orange or a grapefruit for the next six months. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so a lot, a lot of fruit foraging. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. I think I was just telling you the other night about how like um, got some snowboarding trips planned for the new year with my friend, Brian, who lives here. We're going yes. to go to Flagstaff. And then um, my brother, Brian, who lives in Massachusetts, he booked a trip to Utah. We're going to do that like in mm. I think February. So nice. that, um, mm. obviously the comedy, mm -hmm. uh, uh, something I do, I wish I did less of play a lot of video games, mm -hmm. uh, you know, read some books here and there, play guitar. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I think that's all I can think of. Huh. Okay. Those are all good. Good things. Um, so in, in your, um, you know, health journey when you started and everything, who, uh, who have been, who've been your like role model? Who did you have as role models? Did you like look up to someone? Um, yeah, I think there's a bunch of people that I initially looked up to that right. at some point fell on their sword. Yeah. Um, or right. like, I kind of, I don't know. I, I, um, yeah, there's a, been a bunch. I think right. Dan McDonald was kind of the first one. Yeah. And then I got really into like Mike Arnstein and yeah. then um, Dr. Doug Graham was obviously yeah. had a big impact on me. Dr. Yeah. Robert Lockhart, RIP, yeah. great dude. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, um, let's see, Dr. Goldhammer. I mean, obviously he's done a lot and I yes. with him for three months and that was an amazing experience. Dr. Mm -hmm. Clapper also got to spend time with him when I was there. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there's probably some more, but those are kind of the big ones. That come to mind. Okay. Um, and that would be True North, right? That you interned, is that right? In yeah, Center so while I was there, uh, there's Dr. Goldhammer's clinic and Dr. Clapper worked there at the time. And so I got to spend like every Wednesday with him. And that was, <laughs> man, I got stories about that guy. He's he's a hoot. <laughs> like I just remember yeah. one time I came, I came, there's like, they have a little gym there and it's in like a, it's like in this little shack. Yes. And um, I got up at like 5.45 in the morning to go work out. Mm -hmm. And there's Dr. Clapper. And he's like mm -hmm. on the exercise bike. But he's yes. also got like two dumbbells. And so he's like doing curls with the dumbbells oh. while he's like riding the bike. And yeah. he's like 75 years old at the time. You know? <laughs> and I'm just wow. like, dang. Like I was, I was, I was impressed. Yeah. <laughs> that, yes. Yeah. Well, it definitely sounds very impressive. <laughs> That is awesome. Can you tell us something about some of the amazing travelings you've done? Have you traveled out of the state, outside of the state, I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been to pretty much almost every state in the country, um, except Alaska and maybe the Dakotas. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think I've been to Wyoming or right. 
Kansas or Nebraska, but pretty much every other state. Mm -hmm. um, I went to Costa Rica in 2015. That was awesome. Nice. Um, and then um, I went to Israel in 2008. That was oh. interesting. Yeah. That was pretty wild. Okay. Um, and then I've been to, um, I, I feel like I got on Instagram. I just got everybody, all my fans are Canadian. Like everybody, <laughs> everybody's from Canada. They all love me. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm big in Canada, right? Like if there was a Dr. Ben rap album, it would like top the charts in Canada. Oh, wow. And, um, <laughs> uh, but I've been to Ontario probably like over a dozen times. I've been to, um, British Columbia, uh, Quebec a few times. Mm -hmm. Um, I have even been to like Prince Edward Island, Nova Scotia once mm -hmm. when I was 10 years old. So oh, yeah, wow. around a bit. That, that is terrific. That is very, um, I know you're very um, also involved with a variety of different activism over the years. Oh yeah, you can say that again. <laughs> so, yeah, okay, activism. Can you tell us about that? Oh, I mean, I got stories. I mean, I, I got kicked out of protesting a Sprouts in 2017. Oh. I got kicked out of a slaughterhouse. Um, I oh. did. I spoke um, spoke on um, medical freedom. Uh, yes. The same stage as like Del Bigtree, Robert Kennedy, mm -hmm. Jimmy Mikovits, all of that. Mm -hmm. uh, did some did some 5G activism. Got kicked out of Scottsdale City Hall back in 2020. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I've, I've um, yeah, I've fought the good fight on that stuff for sure. Got some stories, you know, um, yeah. cool people doing that. I'm sure we could, we could dedicate a whole, a whole episode to Dr. Ben activism stories. Yes, liking that would be that. Really great. Yes, I got a piece of paper here, and it's like when you ask mm -hmm. me a question, where it's like, well, I can give you the two minute answer, I can give you the hour answer. I'm like, right, the hour answer can be another podcast. So let's write. It I down. love it. Good. And, um, yes. and I would just say to anybody listening, if there's a topic that you want uh, mm -hmm. Ramsina and I to do a podcast on, like, please send me an email at drben at fastmail.com. And mm -hmm. like, whatever, you have a question, you have an episode you want us to do, like, we're looking for ideas. So just, just lay it on us. Yes, that would be great. And I know a lot of y'all are thinking like, who is this Ramsina lady? Like, I've never <laughs> heard of her because she ain't on Instagram. What's the deal? Mm -hmm. Like and so, we'll be yeah. doing a whole episode where um, <laughs> maybe you have to do two episodes because you got like a couple lifetimes worth of stories here. We're going to get the whole the lowdown on on Mrs. Ramsina. Thank you. Thank you. That that would be that would be really great. I appreciate that. Well, hey, uh, we're at about um, mm -hmm. we're about an hour and 10 minutes. Um, okay. And though I don't mind these being going long. Uh, mm -hmm. We got another call in about 15 minutes. I got to take a bathroom break, but like uh, maybe we can just, if you got any more things you want to ask me before we wrap it up. Well, um, then do you want to tell us what colleges you've gone to? Um, sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if that matters. Uh, so I have, I have a mechanical engineering degree from the university of Pennsylvania in Philadelphia mm -hmm. and um, started off like, biomedical engineering there and kind of got out of that and mm -hmm. materials engineering for a while and then decided to do mechanical engineering because I thought at the time I wanted to um I wanted to create bionic parts for people mm -hmm. doctor that made bionic parts right 
And I thought like, okay, maybe that's not big now, but by the time I got out of school, it will be. Well, that never really took off and right. I kind of ended up doing other things, but that was kind of the state I was at. So mm -hmm. then, um, then in 10 years later, after I graduated, I was like, well, I want to go to chiropractic school. I mean, I wanted to go to naturopath school, but I was living in Texas where there's no licensure for naturopath. So I just went to chiropractic school instead. Okay. Um, and I needed to get, I needed to finish my prereqs. So mm -hmm. I did one semester of one class at Austin Community Community College Riverside Campus that I used to live across the street from. Yes. <laughs> and uh, every Saturday, I would work full-time, Monday through Friday, my engineering job. And then Saturday morning, walk across mm -hmm. um, Gro uh, Grove Boulevard to, uh, mm -hmm. to ACC and take my biology class with a bunch of 19-year-old mm -hmm. kids. Wow. And then, uh -huh. um, so I did that. And then I did, um, you know, 10 trimesters of, or nine trimesters of chiropractic school in Los Angeles, mm -hmm. uh, at the, the prestigious Los Angeles College of Chiropractic. And then I did my last semester there that counted as a semester there at living at True North. So mm -hmm. that's, that's the extent of my formal education. Okay. That's, that is awesome. Well, it's really neat how like you've been to different schools and, um, learned from variety of ways that's that's really awesome very versatile definitely very yeah. versatile i guess do you like... mind ask you one more question sure so tell me what does dr ben do like when you wake up in the morning what's the first thing usually first meal you eat and then um i know you have a lot of instagram videos which is great but for those who may not be on instagram um, and then they might want to know exactly like what do you eat like for breakfast, lunch, and dinner and such and things like that. Um, okay, sure. I mean, I uh, first off, I don't eat right when I wake up. I don't usually like I'm. It's noon and I'm still working on my breakfast here. Right, right, yeah. Um, yeah. so uh, for breakfast, I usually I usually start around nine or ten. Yes. Like definitely, yes. I just don't have an appetite earlier in the day. I mean, like I'll drink some water, some coconut water when I first wake up. Yes. Or like at the gym or something like that in the morning, but I don't, I'm not like getting really anything with any calories in it till, right. you know, at least nine, sometimes 10 or 11. Yes. Um, and so it's always high water fruit for me. Like I got mm -hmm. orange juice, just juice these oranges last night and it's, it's the bomb. Mm -hmm. it's really good um but mm -hmm. you know it's like i'll have depending on what time of year it is like if in the summer right. it's like i'll have watermelon or mangoes or something like that or peaches or mm -hmm. you know, it just depends mm -hmm. on depends on the season like sure. you know for a while i was doing like all these pomegranates because roxanne's tree had you know she was hooking me up That's uh, nice. yeah so um that was cool mm -hmm. um and then for breakfast i'm all about the green smoothie mm -hmm. uh as you guys probably know, um, yeah. you fill up the whole Vitamix with like, you know, berries, bananas, and greens mm -hmm. like that for, you know, forever. So that's like a 64 ounce, two liter thing mm -hmm. with like 10 bananas, a fistful of greens, a fistful of berries. Mm -hmm. And I yes. can do that every day. For, I mean, I have eaten that every day for lunch for, you know, over a decade and I'll never get sick of that. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then, yeah, usually for, for dinner, it's some kind of raw salad. I think I've mm -hmm. mentioned that, you know, I don't eat 100% raw. Sometimes I include like some baked right. potatoes or some squash or some, right. mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah. yeah. Some cooked yeah. vegetables. Sure. Um, yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And then of course, you usually have fruit with that meal too. Like last night, I was just like 
I mean, I ate a mountain of blueberries along with my salad and like, it was great. Awesome. Fantastic. So, I mean, I know the answer, but I just want to ask it for those that are listening. Then like raw food way of eating is sustainable, would you say? <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Um, I mean, it definitely makes life easier to incorporate some cooked food, but I mean, like I right. ate hundred percent raw for over three years and mm -hmm. sustained it. I mean, it was, you know, it wasn't always easy, but I did it. It's doable. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Awesome. Is there anything else would you, you would like to share with us today? No, I think this is pretty comprehensive. I think I'm kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm done talking about myself. So I, I'm ready to wrap it up. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, it's been an absolute joy um, doing this first podcast. I mean, this is like a monumental day for us both and a monumental yeah, I... year because your book came out this year and podcast has been done today. It's just awesome. <laughs> yeah that's um that's it it has been and, and thank you for that reminder mm -hmm. um and uh yeah I, I, we were kind of not sure how this would go and i i feel like for the first one this was great like let's just keep doing these right yes 100 percent. yes okay awesome thank you so that wraps up episode one hope you enjoyed a lot more to come be sure to subscribe on spotify apple Podcasts, wherever you watch this Follow me on all the socials, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and grab a copy of my book over at createhealthbook.com, and I will see you guys next episode.